Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for August 30th, 2019. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, after a week off, I'm back. And the first thing is I've got a new video up on the blog. Uh, it is uh, E.O. Shirai versus Cami Fields from the um, this week's episode of NXT. So Cami is a, an indie wrestler who has worked as an enhancement talent for the WWE in the past. It's, obviously, it's a squash match. EO has gone completely nuts. Her entrance is insane, okay? She is now spectacularly evil. I mean, she's really playing it up. But she's still EO Shirai, so in the ring, her execution is perfect. Like She is so precise in her moves. And being a heel doesn't make any difference, all right? And I'll give you an example of that. Beth Phoenix on commentary complained when EO steps on her opponent on the way to the top rope to execute her moonsault. But EO has always stepped on her opponent, even as a babyface. I guess the difference is she's evil now. And, you know, EO uh, does her moonsault, and she could have pinned Cammy, but she just tried to pick her up and finish her with that, um, uh, uh, you know, choke finisher that she's using. And, uh, you know, I mean, then she goes, she decides, she leaves the ring, but she decides to come back. She brings a kendo stick with her. But uh, before she can use it, Candice LeRae arrives to make the save. So I guess this feud will continue. EO cut a promo uh, that the WWE, I believe WWE Japan Twitter account uh, posted on Twitter. And I have retweeted it. So check out my timeline for that. Okay, so the feud will continue. They're doing, um, for the title, they're doing um, Rhea Ripley against Shayna Baszler. Okay, all right. We have a big UFC show tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow morning, to be exact. It is UFC on ESPN Plus 15 at the um, Universiade uh, Sports Center in Shenzhen, China. And um, this will be tomorrow morning. And it's going to air on ESPN Plus in the U.S. and UFC Fight Pass in Canada. The, um, the um, uh, show, it, now they, they, uh, a match was deleted from the show. So I think it's going to start at 3.30 in the morning, 3.30 a.m. But, you know, I'll see on Twitter. I got to get up. So, you know. It's an early morning for me, and probably for a lot, a lot of you, especially who have to write about this stuff. Okay, now the big match here is the main event. Jessica Andrade defending the uh, UFC Strawweight Championship against Wiley Zhang. And um, this is a big deal because uh, Wiley is the first uh, Chinese fighter to uh, uh, fight for a title in the UFC. Okay, so... Uh, there's been some debate about whether they should even be doing this match in the first place, and I'm going to uh, get to that right now. Um, listen, first of all, they're doing a show in China, right? Mainland China, and UFC has invested a lot of money in China. Uh, they've even built a UFC Performance Institute there, all right? So it's not surprising they would like to have a Chinese fighter in the main event. And the best Chinese fighter in the UFC right now is Wei Li Zhang, okay? She just beat... Tisha Torres, who, even though I thought Tisha was overrated, she's a ranked fighter, okay? So 
Whaley is worthy of challenging for the title. All right? The problem with some of the people who want to refute this is they're, is they're leaving out all the information. Okay? So who would be the possibilities for a possible title match? All right? It's Strawway. Obviously, a rematch for Rose Namahunas. But Rose has turned it down. She, did, she doesn't want to fight right now. There is some question of whether she wants to fight at all. Okay? But she's not fighting right now. All right? The second choice, and an obvious choice, is Tatiana Suarez, who obviously is worthy of a title shot. But she injured her neck in her last fight, and so she's not available. She's out. Okay? So... For me, that means Wiley Zhang is next in line. Now, the other name I've heard brought up is Michelle Watterson. And I'm sorry, I just don't think Michelle Watterson deserves a title shot at this point. Now, if you had said to me that they're going to have Jessica, if Tatiana was available and they had to do Jessica versus Tatiana, maybe later in the fall, and then do Michelle versus Weili Zhang on this show, and that could be a main event too, right? Okay? I would have no problem with that. But because Tatiana is injured, that's not an option. Okay? So, I don't think Michelle is worthy of a title shot. If she beats Joanna uh, in October, great. Then give her a title shot. I'm not so sure she's going to do that, all right? But for right now, no. So, for me, uh, considering the other options, Ailey was exactly the choice. And Dana White says, said in the press conference, he said, uh, nobody wants to come to, to China to fight Ailey, and Jessica agreed to do it. Okay, well, that's fine. It doesn't really matter. She's, Ailey's the best choice for this anyway. So the question is, who's going to win this fight? All right? I don't necessarily, I think it's a toss-up, quite frankly. Jessica's um, strategy, for the most part, is to go forward. Go forward, go forward, go forward. Okay? What I would suggest to you is Whaley is a whole lot quicker than Jessica. Okay? And so if Whaley uses her, her quickness, she might be able to finish it early. You never know. Some people complain, oh, she didn't finish Tisha Torres. Well, she almost did, but she won the fight fairly handily. She won the fight fairly handily. Could this go five rounds? It could. I kind of doubt it. You know, Jessica likes to finish. You know, Ailey likes to finish. So I kind of expect a finish from these two. I kind of expect a finish from these two. But um, uh, I don't necessarily... Uh, I think it depends on the approach that uh, Jessica takes. I mean, in... in um, in the previous, in her, her title, in getting the title from Rose, I mean, she lost the first round, all right? And the other thing I don't like is I don't like her, uh, you know, talking to the media, looking like she's, you know, overlooking Wei Li Zhang. Like she's talking about, oh, I want to do a super fight with uh, uh, Valentina, stuff like that. She even wants to do one at Bantamweight, which is just absurd. But uh, she'd get killed. But, um, but um, that tells me that she may be looking past Bailey, and I, 
don't think that's a good idea. Whaley hasn't said anything close to that. She, she's basically, uh, yesterday she was responding to uh, Tom Brady, who uh, apparently is a big fan. Okay, so, you know, uh, if, if Whaley is a significant underdog, I might put a few bucks on her, and I'm not a betting man, so I don't do that. But if you are a betting man, and Wiley is a significant underdog, it might be worth putting a few bucks on her because she could pull it off. Okay, don't know if she will, but she could. Okay, we got two other women's fights on this show. Uh, the first one, it was supposed to be Yanan Wu versus um, Luana Carolina from Brazil. And uh, Luana dropped out due to an injury, and she has been replaced by Mizuki. <laughs> now, this fight will be at um, flyweight. And so that's where this gets kind of interesting. Um, that's where this gets kind of interesting. Now, if most fans should be familiar uh, with Mizuki from her uh, days in Invicta, but she's a veteran fighter. I mean, she's 25 years old now, and uh, she's been fighting since 2010. So she was 16 years old when she fought for the first time. She's a former Deep Jewels uh, strawweight champ. Um, like I said, she had several fights in Invicta. You know, she always seemed to come up short when she got a title opportunity, so that's just one of those things. Um, so the big thing, you, you have to know a couple of things here that we need to comment on in regards to Mizuki. First of all, uh, she had reconstructive knee surgery a couple of years ago, okay? And she's only fought once since returning from surgery. And so, uh, you know, uh, she lost that fight to Verna Jandaro, but she didn't lose it decisively. It was a split decision, but I thought Verna won. And so, you know, uh, it makes me wonder a little bit. It makes me wonder. Now, Mizuki no longer lives in Japan. She now lives in New York City, and she trains at Cerro Longo in, uh, uh, sorry, Longo Serra, whatever you want to call it, in Long Island. So she's been there uh, for the uh, last year and a half, two years. Now, she was supposed to fight in that Invicta Strawweight tournament, but she missed weight. Now, this fight is at flyweight, okay? And Mizuki has fought all her career as a strawweight. And in fact, she told the uh, Japanese uh, website eFight that uh, regardless of what happens in this fight, she's going back down to strawweight. Okay, so this, she only took this fight because they needed her as a fill-in. Now, she was first offered a UFC contract a long time ago, say about six years ago. And she turned it down at the time, and I believe she thought at the time, and I believe her, her uh, coaches as well, thought she was too young at the time. And so she decided to turn it down at the time. So, uh, you know, uh, can she win this fight? It's going to be tough. Uh, for, and I'm going to comment on, uh, comment on that now. In the case of Yanan Wu, uh, Yanan is uh, a Chinese fighter, of course. Uh, she's one and one in the UFC. Now, she her first UFC fight, which she lost, was at bantamweight, and now she has dropped to flyweight. And in addition to that, she missed weight. So this fight is at a a, a catchweight, okay? Because uh, Yanan 
weighed in at 129. And so she has a huge size advantage here, okay? I mean, and you can see it if you watch the stare down last night. Yanan is five foot nine. Mizuki is five foot four. So I, you know, I like Mizuki. I think she's a very good fighter. I don't know if she can overcome that. I don't know if she can overcome uh, that uh, size disadvantage. Okay. And, and like I said, she's already said that she's going back down to strawweight. So she's basically, you know, whether she wins this fight or she doesn't win this fight, it really doesn't make any difference to her. You know, she just wants to get in. She, you know, the opportunity was there. They called up uh, Shu Harada, who's her manager, and he presented it to her, and she said, yeah, it's time. Okay? But there are some question marks about her, mostly having to do with, you know, is she back from knee, is she back completely from knee surgery? And, you know, what has uh, Longo Sarah brought to the table? Okay? Now, there's a third women's match, which uh, I believe will lead off the show. That's going to be like at 3.30 a.m. Yeah, I got to get up for this. And it's at bantamweight, Carol Rosa versus Lara Procopio. Okay, these are both uh, Brazilian fighters who are newcomers to the UFC. Uh, Carol uh, is 11-3 in the Brazilian regional circuit. Uh, she trains at uh, PVRT, so she's a teammate of Jessica Andrade. Uh, Lara is six and zero, and she trains at Nova Unia, which is another big gym. So, you know, uh, they both come from big gyms. So, uh, uh, Carol is eleven and three on the Brazilian regional circuit. Lara is six and zero on the Brazilian regional circuit. So, I haven't seen either of them, so I don't know. How good they are or how bad they are, one never knows. Okay, so that's it for uh, tomorrow night's show. Now, the other thing I wanted to comment on just quickly, there's also going to be a, um, a, uh, an AEW show on Sunday. And one of the matches on that show will have um, uh, Hikaru Shida versus uh, Riho. And the winner of that match... Now, they're also going to have a, um, a women's battle royal. So I think there's 21 women or some nonsense like that. And so the deal here is whoever wins uh, Akaru Shida versus Riho will face whoever wins the battle royal for the uh, AEW women's title. And I think that's going to happen on their first uh, TNT show in um, October or whenever the heck it is. It's not going to air here, from what I can tell. So I, I'm not going to be watching this pay-per-view, obviously, but I do hope to have the video of the match for you. Uh, what do I expect? Well, Hikaru is under has a three-year contract with AEW, and uh, after she uh, finishes up in Japan, her final uh, match is um, October 15th. Uh, she's moving to the U.S. permanently. Okay, so that's going to be... Uh, so she's going to win this match. Riho uh, is not signing with AEW. She, they, uh, she has, uh, after this, she's going to have two more dates left, and then that's it. She's going back to Japan, and she says she's going to freelance. So she chose not to sign with them. I don't know who's going to win the battle royal. You never know. 
I think a lot of the women who are in the Battle Royal are in there as a one-shot. And so I would expect one of their regulars to win, like possibly Britt Baker or somebody like that. Uh, but um, uh, honestly, for me, Hikaru Shida has to be their first champ because she's probably the best wrestler, women wrestler on their roster. Okay? Not their best known, but their best wrestler. Okay? She can make herself get herself over very easily. She's really good at that. Okay? You know, she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. She's a great wrestler and very charismatic. Fans will love her. Okay? All right. Now, I hope to have that match for you on Monday, but I will be back on Sunday with another podcast, I guess, um, to cover the, uh, the matches that will be on tomorrow. Uh, as far as podcasts after that, I know it'll be doing one next week because we have the uh, UFC show in Abu Dhabi and also there's an Invicta show uh, on the Friday. Okay. So again, uh, oh, I got one new match announcement. I almost forgot. And that's that Rafael Mourinho of Combat reported today that, uh, reported the other day that Leah Letson versus Duda Santana has been added to UFC on ESPN 22, November 16th at the Iberapura Gymnasium in Sao Paulo, Brazil. This fight will be at featherweight. Leah is 27 years old from Milwaukee. Her record is 5-1. She was on Tough 28, and she won her fight at the Tough finale. She was supposed to fight Sarah Morass in May at bantamweight, but she was pulled due to medical issues. She may have been having trouble with the cut. Now, I, I was not impressed with her when I saw her on Tough 28. Uh, Duda is 27 years old from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Her record is 3-1. and one. She was supposed to be on the Brazilian Dana White Contender Series, but she had visa problems. Duda made her UFC debut in June in Sweden versus Bia Malecki. Uh, she looked pretty good in round one, but then she wound up on the wrong end of a takedown, and Bia won with a rear naked choke. So I thought, thought there was a little luck involved with that. So, you know, it's always good to see how a fighter comes back from a... Um, from a loss. Now, once again, uh, don't forget to check out uh, my blog for the uh, Io Shirai video. Um, probably uh, be back next Friday with another podcast. Depends what's uh, happening during the week. Uh, if you have any questions or um, comments for the podcast, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights, and we'll talk to you on Sunday.